0: This is Randy Backman with another Vinyl Tap podcast. Stories about some of the greatest rock and roll songs ever. We're going to celebrate music from yesterday and today and glue it together with some stories and memories. Our theme this week is something we all like to do. We don't want to work, we want to bang on the drum all day, which kind of means have a lazy day and just do whatever the heck you want to do. And it really helps if you've got a drum to bang on. We're going to kick off the show with the amazing Todd Rundgren, who's got a... Oh, a good five decades of making us really great music, like Hello, It's Me. And he wrote this song called Bang on the Drum All Day. Recorded in 1983. All the music is played by him at Bearsville Studio, which he owned, which is in upstate New York. And this song is very famous because every time the Green Bay Packers scored a goal, they would play this song, Bang on the Drum. Here we go, Todd Rundgren, 1983, kicking off our show of great great drummers and drums and great songs, featuring Keith Moon, the Beatles, Ginger Baker, everybody else. Here we go, bang on the drum, Dodd Rundgren. I'd and bang on the drums all day. And we're going to feature some of the world's greatest drummers. So get ready for this show. It's going to be a great ride. One of the world's wildest and most crazy drummers. Mr. Keith Moon, who I met in 1967. He doesn't remember three years there, either do any of The uh, the Who. I spoke to Pete Townsend about it, and he basically said, we don't remember three years of our life, 1967 to 1970. And he was not kidding. Here's a song that Pete Townsend wrote, and he's the greatest songwriter, one of the greatest to come out of England. He wrote all the hits for The Who. He wrote, um, you know, Tommy, Quadrophenia, White City, all these incredible songs. This was inspired by Mose Allison, a song called Young Man's Blues, My Generation. Voted the 11th greatest song of all time, rock song of all time in Rolling Stone magazine. Here's The Who, 1965. And you gotta dig throughout the whole song, Keith Moon's drums, and then the ending when he goes crazy. And I saw him do this live, it's maddening. Smashes his whole drums, chops them up with axes and hammers and drumsticks. And here's The Who, 1965, featuring Keith Moon on drums my generation. Our generation the who You're listening to randy's vinyl tap if you want to send us mail send it to randy's vinyl tap p.o box 2100 sydney bc canada victor eight leonard three susie six your email can go to mail at randy's vinyl and we actually got a real piece of mail a letter in an envelope a card from a nice lady which we'll read later and a couple of emails so thank you all for uh, getting in on that and being a tap head and uh, here's one of the greatest drummers in the world. His name is Richard Starkey, known as Ringo Starr. I just saw a thing with Jeff Emmerich, who was the engineer on most of the Beatles' tracks, with uh, George Martin producing, and Jeff Emmerich was the engineer. And he said on every session he ever did with the Beatles, no Beatle ever told Ringo what to play on drums. They would just play the song, and he would come up with some great rhythm part and then some incredible, never heard before drum hook. And I've heard the demos of these songs with the normal drums, and then when he puts in his drum hook, after he thinks about how can he accent the song and the lyrics and push it along. The Beatles wrote this on a trip to Isle of Wight, and they were going to a place called Ride, R-Y-D-E. But when they sent this song into Capitol, in the States, they thought the Beatles had spelt it wrong because even in England, they spell a car tire, T-Y-R-E. They spell jail, G-A-O-L, the old spelling. So, Capital corrected this to Ticket to Ride here, R-I-D-E, which was totally wrong. So, here's Ticket to Ride, R-Y-D-E, the Beatles, 1965. This is from Help. Ringo played this incredible tom-tom figure and it which really really made the whole song and in the middle where they go don't know why she's going so far he goes to the normal drum beat but when it gets back to the 12 string guitar thing and the and the main song dig his drums are really cool Ticket to ride. the Beatles a ticket to ride. We are here banging the drum playing all songs that feature great drummers and some drum solos. Here's a song based on a great drum roll by Ellis Tolan who uh, was the drummer on this record. This song was written and produced and sang by Hank Ballard and the Midnighters which is a very important song but it got played on only on all the black stations. Somebody else heard this and said, let's re-record this and let's make it more for the white rock and roll stations. And excuse my language, but that's the way it was back in those days. They had black radio and they had white radio. And you can appeal to both. So they, they put a band together called the Fat Boys, which is not a great name. And out of that came a guy named Chubby Checker. His name was Ernest Evans, and he wanted a cool name. He named himself after Fats Domino. He became Chubby Checker. So he got credited as the lead singer on this. So he took Hank Ballard's song, The Twist, and recorded it note for note and did it perfectly. It was on Cameo Parkway Records. I remember Dick Clark, when he played this on American Bandstand, played it once, had some of the kids come out and demonstrate how you do the dance, which is kind of stand up on your toes, and you just twist your heels back and forth and wave your arms and so suddenly guys who couldn't dance could stand up and dance because the twist did not was not rocket science, you just stood there and twisted your body. This became a dance sensation. Here we go with Chubby Checker, Ellis Tolan on drums, listen to the twist drum beat, 1960. Let's bring back the 60s, yeah. That was a twist by Chubby Checker, and I remember this well because I played with Ringo Starr's All Star Band in 1995, and shortly after that, his wife Barb turned 50. We got invited to her birthday party in Beverly Hills, which was incredible. There's a big winding driveway with tents and awnings, and in every little curve of the tent would be a clown. Uh, doing tricks, a magician doing tricks, a clown doing clown things, acrobats doing acrobats and when you got into the big yard the swimming pool was covered with plexiglass with lights under it so that became the dance floor and they had a band there which was like Brian Wilson on piano, Stevie Nicks, Phil Spector was there, Don Walsh was playing bass, Todd Rundgren was there so I got to dance with Stevie Nicks and do the twist with her and my daughter, Callie Ann, on this plexiglass swimming pool. So I'll never forget the twist, but Hank Ballard was there and he sang it live and it was just great. You're listening to Randy Bachman's Vinyl Tap, presented this week by U Discover Music Canada. Discover more about the world's greatest music, youdiscovermusic.ca. Now we're gonna to go to a guy, this is amazing. This guy's name is David Gogo. He lives on his own mountain. His dad owns the mountain called Gogo Mountain. It's near Nanaimo, BC. I remember saying to David, where do you live? And he says, on the mountain. And I said, what mountain? He says, Gogo Mountain, wow. So this song was written by Martin Gore. It was originally put out by Depeche Mode in 1989. And this was covered very, very, very well by David Gogo. Personal Jesus, great, great song. David Gogo is an amazing blues guy. He's been voted the top blues guitar player in Canada, eight or nine years in a row. He's got 16 blues albums out. So if you're ever near Nanaimo, go check out Gogo Mountain. But here's David right now with Personal Jesus. David Guga with Personal Jesus, an original Depeche Mo song, Depp Mo as they're known by their fans. Here's a great song from the, the part of the Summers of Love in 1967-68, the summers of psychedelia and love, and you wore flowers and exploded tie-dyed clothing and everything. Here's Cream, 1968, written by Eric Clapton and Jack Bruce with the amazing Ginger Baker on drum. Sunshine of Your Love is the song. I remember when I heard it for the first time, every drummer's ears perked up because this is not a standard drum beat where you're playing your snare on your 2-4. This is the boom, 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 which is known as kind of a tribal beat that they played in Africa. And so when we heard this on a rock and roll song, it really was something. And the drums in this are very dry, so there's no big decay, so they're masking each other. You can really hear the drums really well. This is produced by Felix Papillardi, Sunshine of Your Love Cream 1968, with Ginger Baker on drums. cream of sunshine you love and we have some can you hear this real mail some real paper I got some real mail you can send your mail to Randy's Vinyl Tap PO Box 2100 Sydney BC Victor 8 Leonard 3 Susie 6 email can go to mailbag at randysvinyltap.com uh, this is a real letter I got a nice card and a letter and it's from Teresa I'll just give her initial A and she's in uh, Kelowna BC it says Randy thank you for the gift of great music Teresa Dear Randy, I'm joining your show once again now from Kelowna, BC and I've found you on Broadcasting Q107 in Calgary. I'm going to reach out to 96.3 in Kelowna and see if they'll put your show on on Sunday nights. That would really be great and thank you for that. We are on a lot of rock stations uh, but there's more to come on board and that would be quite fantastic. Now I've got an email that uh, came to, uh, hi Randy, I'm a big fan. How do I listen in Toronto? Senator, Donna D. I definitely want to tune in and tell my friends about you coming back on the air. We've had many nights in the cabin where the music has entertained us for many, many years. We're in St. John's, New Brunswick. Any leads on this? Soul in Toronto, you can get it on Q107 Sunday nights at 9 o'clock. That was our mail, okay? Back to banging the drum. This guy's name is Joseph Kim Mitchell. We know it's Kim Mitchell. He was first in a band called Max Webster and one of his bandmates there was a guy named Pie Dubois and Pie Dubois still comes out of the bushes once in a while. He lives in the wilds of Ontario and he comes out with lyrics for Kim Mitchell and they write great songs together. Go for Soda Patio Lanterns were all written by Pie and Kim Mitchell and here's a song that has really really great drums propelled by Kim Mitchell's drummer Paul DeLong. He's an incredible drummer. So here we go with Kim Mitchell with Wild Party. Kim Mitchell, Wild Party. This guy was a great drummer. He was Eddie's younger brother. His name was Alex Van Halen. I toured with Van Halen for a full year on their 5150 tour when Sammy had just joined them. And I got to watch these guys every night. They were amazing. Uh, the way the two brothers would fight was just like me and my brothers. We'd have a little fight and then punch each other up and then go on stage and rock out and pretend nothing ever happened. That's the way it is in a family. This song is amazing. The video was hot. The guitar playing was hot. The singing David Lee Roth was hot. The guitar playing and drums was amazing. It's a fast, fast, fast song. It's hard to play the song if you're a guitar player or a drummer. And it's called Hot For Teacher, Van Halen, featuring Alex on the drums. That was hot for teacher. We're banging the drum this week, and uh, we're going to Canada's top trio, who are called Rush. These guys were together for 40 years. Alex Lifeson, one of Canada's greatest guitar players; Geddy Lee, one of Canada's greatest singers and bass players; and Neil Peart, one of Canada's greatest drummers. Put them together, you've got a great trio. Here's Rush, featuring Neil Peart on drums, with the song "Tom Sawyer." Down ever your defense, out the day's event. That was Rush with Tom Sawyer. There's a great song written, run a bass run that John Paul Jones who was the bassist in Led Zeppelin wrote it's called Black Dog the drummer is John Bonham who we all know as Bonzo with incredible drummer and what the thing great about John Bonham was not only did he play the beat to the song a lot of his snare and kick uh, parts were at the exact timing as the bass and guitar parts so he'd be playing the riff so in this song, which goes, he's playing, and he's still playing the drum beat along on the two and four, but he's also playing the beats of that the bass are playing. So here's Led Zeppelin with a great song, one of the world's greatest drummers, John Bonham, Black Dog. John Bonham on drums with the Led Zeppelin Band and Black Dog. You're listening to the Vinyl Tapcast. All the songs I'm playing are available on Spotify. To find them, go to randybackman.com vinyltap and hit the link at the bottom of the page. You'll find the songs there. You know you have a really good song and somehow you got to introduce it to people, so you try to think of an intro that's catchy. And if you can't think of one, sometimes you just let the musicians goof around. So Little Richard was in the uh, state penitentiary, he met a guy named Al Collins who had a great bass riff they went to and he bought that from the guy he paid him some money and he got half of that riff then he took it into the studio and when you have a recording studio and you're doing a session you got to do two songs in 3 hours it's really smart to get the same musicians all the time they know where to put the drums they know how to play they know how to work the room and they get the feel and you get a standard sound on your record label so this band was Lee Allen on sax and the great drummer Earl Palmer, who drummed on so many hit records in the 50s and 60s. So Little Richard brings in this song called Lucille, written around the bass riff, but it starts out with Earl Palmer playing eighths on drums, a very famous song, and this inspired so many drummers. Here's 1957 Little Richard with Lucille with a great Earl Palmer on drums. Little Richard with Lucille. Well, we've already played one of Canada's great power trios, and now it's time for the next power trio. They're almost tied neck and neck. They are called Triumph. They were Rick Emmett, lead guitar and vocals, Gilmore, drums and vocals, Mike Levine on bass. They're from Mississauga. These guys were huge. I didn't realize how huge they were because I was busy uh, on the road with PTO and Trooper and keeping their records and productions going. But there's a thing online now. You can watch it on Netflix or one of those other services. It's the story of Triumph. They have some really, really, really great songs. The drummer, Gil Moore, is a singing drummer, and here's one of the drum songs by Triumph, Lay It On the Line. would lay it on the line. So can you imagine you're Jimi Hendrix and you get to England and you're playing outdoors. There's never a day in England where it's totally warm. There's always chilly moments and cold moments. So Jimi Hendrix is with the experience, Mitch Mitchell and Noel Redding, and they're playing a gig outdoors and they are freezing. They're really cold. There's nowhere to get warm. So they go to Noel Redding's house where Noel Redding's mother lives and there's a fireplace going. So he says to Noel Redding's mother, can I stand next to your fire? And she says, sure. But next to the fire is their great Dane, a great big dog whose name is Rover. So Jimmy says, move over, Rover, and let Jimmy in by the fire. So when they went to record, and he wrote the song right there called Fire, Let Me Stand Next to Your Fire. And in the middle before his solo, he says, move over, Rover, and let Jimmy take over. The drummer in this is Mitch Mitchell. He used to be called Stu Mitchell, and he used to drum with Georgie Fame, and the Blue Flames, a really cool jazz drummer. So when he gets put into Hendrix's band, he's free to play all his jazz stuff. So listen to his drumming in this. It's amazing, because they were a three-piece. And a three-piece band, especially when Jimmy is doing a solo, the guitar is up high, the bass is down low, and there's all this room in between for all these great drum licks. So here's Jimi Hendrix with the Experience Fire, Mitch Mitchell on drums, 1967. was fire by Jimi Hendrix. You listen to Randy's Vinyl Tap on our shows called "Bang the Drum." These songs are featuring uh, some are drum solos and some are just great drummers where the drums actually make the song. They start the song. They give the song an identity. Here's a song written by Chin and Chapman, who were a production team who would go and find a band or singer and write for them and produce for them. They were called Sweet. They were Brian Conley lead vocals. Andy Scott, guitar and synth, Steve Priest, bass, and Mick Tucker on drums. In the songs, Propelled by the Drums, Ballroom Blitz, 1973. That was Sweet with Ballroom Blitz. And our banging the Drum now goes to BTO. When I left the Guess Who in 1970, I was trying to start a band, and I couldn't find a drummer. So I went to my younger brother, who was 10 years younger than me. He was 18 or 19 at the time. And he didn't even have a set of drums to play with. He used to play on pots and pans with wooden spoons. And I managed to borrow a set of drums from Gary Peterson, who was my friend and drummer from the Guess Who, and got them to my brother Rob and he played drums with BTO for BTO's entire existence. Being an untrained guy with no drum lessons, he played some really great drum parts, and here he is excelling in this song called Four Wheel Drive, featuring Robbie Bachman on drums, written by myself and Blair Thornton, with Fred Turner screaming his face off. Here we go, Four Wheel Drive. with Four Wheel Drive. Now we're going to stay in Canada with a drummer named Jerry Mercer, who's a great big solid guy who pounded the drums for April Wine for Miles Goodwin. The song's from 1979. I want to congratulate Miles Goodwin. He's back on the road. He's touring this summer. He'll be in Canada touring with April Wine. He got his 59 Les Paul back, this Bob Marley model, the double cutaway, just like I got my 57 Gretsch 6120 my orange one back and it's really a big deal when somebody steals your guitar it breaks your heart and changes your life and then to have somebody give it back to some kindness or some act of goodwill or just recovering it somewhere it's really amazing to get your guitar back so here's April Wine with Jerry Mercer on drums a great drum song 1979 say hello Line. You know, Seattle was a really hotbed in the 70s. I recorded there with BTO. I recorded Trooper there. War was recording there. Heart was recording there. Steve Miller was recording there. And then after that big surge, there was kind of like an emptiness for a while. And then out came a guy named Kurt Cobain with his band called Nirvana. He had a drummer named Dave Grohl. And even when Kurt Cobain passed away and Nirvana ended, Dave Grohl went on to become the main guy, singer and lead guitar in the Foo Fighters. We're going to take you back to 1991 and listen to Dave Grohl's incredible drumming on this, Kurt Cobain's distorted guitar, and this brought music back to Seattle. Punk was back. Really incredible rock, uh, which led the string for three or four or five other bands out of Seattle to make it really big. Here's Nirvana, 1991, smells like teen spirit. Dave Grohl on drums. That was Dave Grohl thrashing on the drums with Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. And now we're going to go to Tom Cochran, The Pride of Linn Lake, Manitoba. He wrote the song on his trip to Africa for World Hunger. The Monster Hit Worldwide 2008, Tom William Cochran, Life is the Highway. Listen to the drums, they are great. is the highway Tom Cochran this is Randy's Vinyl Tap and we're doing the drum thing here banging the drum all day his name is Colin James he's one of my favorite Canadian artists if you google Colin James and put him on Spotify or iTunes he has got dozens of great songs his choice of music Songs, the songs he writes the guitar playing are impeccable. His productions are impeccable. He's one of Canada's greatest blues rock artists, been around for many decades, and now is starting to look like my younger brother. We're both kind of graying with beards or silvering. Here's a great song of his called "Voodoo Thing," and it features his drummer Pat Stewart on drums, who's just a great drummer who drums at times with a band called The Odds and Brian Adams, but he's basically Colin James's drummer. And here we go with Colin James, Pat Stewart on drums with "Voodoo Thing." <laughs> That was Voodoo Thang with Pat Stewart on drums with Colin James. This is on Bangin' the Drum. This band has a coolness about it because they are Jack and Meg White. And everybody said, are you brother and sister? Are you married? And they said yes and no. And they still haven't revealed their relationship. I remember they were in England when they, I was in England when they started. And the, the press came out and said, this is the beginning of rock and roll again. There's no frills, it's just a drummer. A young lady on drums bashing away and a guy on one guitar, and this is how rock and roll started in a garage with a guitar player and a drummer. It didn't have a bass or a piano or anything. You just went out there and rocked. They found this lick, phenomenal song, and it's called Seven Nation Army. And this is from an old classical riff, an old classical song that Jack White took this and adapted it to be his own riff and then sing over it. So here are the White Stripes. Jack and Meg White, Seven Nation Army, and you gotta dig her drums. They're really something, they're really raw. White right Stripes, Seven Nation Army. We mentioned the Beatles earlier in Ticket to Ride Now Ringo played the little drum hook. Here he is again. The thing about Ringo is he's left-handed, but he learned to play on a right-handed drum set, so he has to skip out the first hit with his right hand because he's left-handed. And that accounted for a lot of his drum rolls at the time, which were very strange. But when the song is a hit, you get used to it and you think they're really great, and then every drummer in the world who's right-handed playing right-handed copies Ringo. There's an example of his tom-tom roles making the Beatles song a great big hit. Here the Beatles with Ringo on drums come together. With Ringo on drums, come together. That ends our show on Bang on the Drum. The ride is over. This is Randy Backman. Produced by Todd Elvidge. Research is done by Tal Backman. Keep the rock rolling. Think and do something green. And come on back to Randy's Vinyl Tower.